What's up, guys? Bet the Universe here. It's Thursday, January 14, 2021, and we are approaching the NFL Divisional Games this weekend. Roel, how are you doing, my brother? I'm good, my brother. Ready to go here. Divisional Week, psyched up. So, as always, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral, bettheuniverse.podbean.com, Spotify, and iTunes, and we are excited to just jump right into this. Four massive matchups this weekend. We're going to start... Of course, with the first game on Saturday, 4.30, is going to be the Rams at the Packers, famous Lambeau Field, and it's uh, six and a half Packers, 45 and a half is the total. Yeah, Dennis, a couple big stories coming into this game, a lot of people are wondering about. First and foremost, I think we're going to need to address is the injury situation. Aaron Donald, guys, 100% says, he says there's no pain and he's ready. The um, defensive line for the Rams have also strengthened because they activated Brock Brockers. Michael Brockers was really good. He was on COVID, so he's back on there. So their defensive line is going to be that much stronger. And besides that, Cooper Cup, he got hurt in the last game. His knee, he's going to be out. And then McVay right now said he's still making a decision on Goff and, and Wofford. What do you think about that, D, Goff and Wofford? You think that he's just playing games there? Or do you think there's, there's something to it? Boy, I mean, if he does go to Wofford in this one, then he, he there's some favoritism there. I'm going to start leaning yeah. that way. Like, that's probably be the guy maybe next year as well, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking it is. I, I think, think it's it fair to think that. But, you know, we'll see how he decides. But it, no matter what quarterback is in their role, I think this one, might, you know, it favors Green Bay. What you think, especially at home? I mean, I mean yeah. It, the, the season that Rodgers has had, I believe the second highest passer rating in NFL history, it was 121 and a half. And, I, you know, number one on the list is himself back in 2011 with the, uh, 122 and a half passer rating. Yeah, D, to your point real quick on that home front, uh, nine and one straight up at home this year for the Packers, seven and three against the spread. So they did a lot of their damage here at home. They're very comfortable. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but that's always a factor, you know, especially when you got a, a warm-weather team like the Rams coming to visit. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I looked at Goff's record in rec in weather below 35 degrees, and he's 0-2 with zero mm -hmm. touchdowns and five interceptions in cold-weather games below 35-degree okay. weather. I mean, look at his performance last week when he subbed in for Walford. Uh, 9 of 19 last week for 155 yards. I know he converted a couple of big third downs and yeah. he had some big plays, but, I mean, you know, 9 of 19 is 9 of 19. Yeah, there's nothing to write home about, that's for <clears> sure. The, the I mean, the team was, what, 2 of 14 uh, uh, on third down last week versus mm. Seattle. And, you know, they still got the win, but you know, listen, yeah. listen. That's not what you want to hear, though, if you're a Rams fan, right? Well, A-Rod, back to A-Rod for his playoff career, when uh, there's no picks, eight and one, two and seven. When he does uh, throw a pick, so you know he's yeah. gonna be looking to protect the ball. You know, A. Rod is pretty good with that. It's a matchup of the number one scoring offense against the number one scoring defense. Yeah, the number one scoring offense for the Packers. D. They're fifth in yards per game. They're number one in time of possession. This is the kind of team that they get a lot of slow grinding drives. You get some third, a lot of third downs with this team, a lot of third down conversions with this team. So you look out for that. And D, a lot of things, a lot of people don't know this, but this team runs the ball a lot. They eighth in rushing. Mm -hmm. You know, AJ Dillon is a weapon. They use Williams a lot. Everyone knows about Aaron Jones. They use him out the backfield a lot. I look at the Packers as a three-headed monster. Rodgers, Jones, and Devontae Adams. You know, the road to winning, D, the road to winning for the Rams. What do you think it's going to take for the Rams to win this well, game? Well, I, I just wanted to do up? a quick check real quick. The 2 of 13 on third down was actually Seattle last week. That was okay. the, the path I was going to tell you about for the Rams to win. So let's get on that since you mentioned it. They are the the Rams passing defense, or the Rams defense overall, is the number one scoring defense, the number one defense in the NFL. They allowed last week only 278 yards to a pretty potent offense, you would say, right, yeah. in Seattle. And they limited them again to uh, two and fourteen on third down. That was Seattle last week versus. So that's the path. The path is the Rams defense. Rams defense. But you know what? I'm Cam Akers maybe a lot of run game. I mean running and defense. You know, mm -hmm. keep these guys offense on the field. But I'm gonna leave you with this one. If, in four playoff games, right in in the last fifty seasons in NFL, there's been a matchup in the playoffs between the passing touchdown leader, which is Rodgers, right. and the defense that allowed the fewest passing touchdowns, which is okay. the Rams, right? So the passing TD leader in that matchup is three and zero. This is the nice. fourth game coming into this okay. one. Not a lot of sample size, but three and zero. Three and zero. Three and zero in the last fifty seasons. That matchup really doesn't happen much in the playoffs, but when it does, the passing touchdown leader is three and zero. Gets the better of the matchup, and and the Packers defense as well. In the last five games, in four of those last five games, they've allowed seventeen points or fewer to their opponents. So you got you know the Rams with their struggling offense coming into this matchup. I would say. 
you know, it's a it, the the Packers offense is much better for me than the Rams offense. Yeah. And you know what I could see here, two D. The Packers defense, a little bit underrated, I think. I mean, they're not great against the run, only 13th, but they're 10th in sacks, so I could see them getting some pressure on Goff mm -hmm. and Goff giving up the ball some way, somehow. And, and listen, some someone will counter with, yo, listen, the Rams' pass defense and defense overall is great. You know, sure, probably be the toughest defense that Rodgers has faced this year, but then we'll sprinkle in the weather factor. The, the fact that Goff's 0-2 in bad weather games True. with the no touchdowns and the five picks clearly demonstrates that he's uncomfortable in cold weather. So I think, you know, That'll, that that'll, that'll, with that, with the with Rodgers season, that with the Packers being home, some it's Packers for me. Too, some injury questions for the Rams. We the don't the really quarterback know. question. Quarterback it's a, it's a quarterback question, carousel yeah. right now going into a divisional round. They're not even setting what quarterback they want coming into this game. You're telling me they're going to go into Lambeau game? It could be. It could here, be. So but, you know, we did see games, both quarterbacks last week. So, listen. I mean, I don't think Goff or Wofford gets it done, to be honest with you here, D. I mean, you're going against Aaron Rodgers in – and a very motivated Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like he's on a mission, and I don't think the Rams are going to have enough offense. They're going to need some offense here. They're going to need some points. I don't trust Goff. I think Goff turns it over once or twice, either through, you know, the Greens Bay strength on defense is their secondary and their pass rush. So I could see a fumble or an interception that changes the game in a big way, and the Packers win this game here. D, let's get down to some picks here. Yeah, this absolutely. Down. You know what? I'm going to go 27 20 packets. Okay. So they cover and uh, you like the over. Ram, with Ram score, scrams, score some points here. They put up 20 on the board, but not enough. You know, Rodgers does enough sure. to pick this defense, you know, somewhat apart. And he puts up 27. They win 27 20. D, my favorite bet in this game is going to be over the 45. Is 45 and a half the total? I'm going to go over 45. I feel the Rams will get some points on the Packers, but the Packers will all score them. Similar to the score you said, maybe a 27-20 score, maybe a 28-20 or a 31-20. But I like the Packers to go over the total. And gun to the head on the on the, on the the line here, D, I, I guess I buy this down to six, maybe just a half point, and go with Green Bay here, D. I'm just going to jump on Green Bay. I feel like they'll have enough points to score enough points. Like I said, I like the score you put out there. So that's a cover for me to hear. I feel a little bit more strongly, though, about the over. Any thoughts on the total, D? 45 and a half? I mean, I know... It's not a lot for you to work with here. You know, the Rams scoring defense is obviously one of the best. I, I will go over. You will go. You will lean on the over. Okay? Yeah, I'll go over it. I think pa Packers get close to 30, and, and the Rams go in the high teens, low yeah, 20s, low 20s. To, okay. to push it slightly over, just slightly over. Sounds good. So, yeah, the picks are in for that one. We're going to go to the 8 p.m. game. It's just the Baltimore Ravens at Let's the Buffalo go. Bills. Two seed against the five. Also, that previous matchup, Packers-Rams, I want to know, is one versus six. Yes. That matchup right there. So this one's two five. Bills at home. Bills two and a half at home at the currently, and forty nine and a half is the total. Yeah, D. This to me, this is the best game of the week, and I guess the line reflects that. I mean, it's the closest game. The, the Saints and the Bucks are right there too. But I like this game. I think it'll be the most entertaining game. It'll be right there on par. With I think the it'll Saints, be the best Bucks. of the week. Yeah, I think so. And, and when you look at this game, D, I think the biggest story is gonna be that run defense of the Bills against the run offense of the Baltimore Ravens. Last week, they look outstanding. They look great. I think they made some great adjustments at half, using the flats, throwing out to the flats, getting uh, Lamar comfortable with some nice throws. And for me, the Bills really struggled last week, not only against the rush, but they struggled with tight ends, D. They struggled with tight ends, and this week, they're going to see Mark Andrews, who's the number one target for Lamar. Last week, I mean, you had um, you had uh, Mo Ali Cox, who had a, had a good game for the Colts. You had Trey Burton, who had a good game for them. Doyle led them with seven catches and 70 yards. So you had a lot of tight end action going on here. I expect more of the same here. I mean, if you're looking at the Bills, D, what, what offensively, what do they need to get done this game against a tough Ravens offense? Offensively, what do you think? Josh Allen, obviously, is going to start with him, right? Well, I think they need to establish run, and then after that, play action, because Allen is, is phenomenal in play action. Uh, actually, they, they were second in, in the league in attempts, 182 play-action attempts. So they do okay. employ play-action, and, and if the run is working somewhere, I think they'll be able to get Lo some big plays downfield. Also, all? Josh Allen's legs. I think the legs have okay. to come into play in this one. Send some guys deep, stretch that defense out, and then make some plays with the legs. I think the only, that's, that's a good path to victory right there for Buffalo. I expect this game to be the best of the week. I expect it to be super tight, very, very tight. I mean, listen, Baltimore got a lot of things going for them coming into this one. They are extremely 
comfortable on the road. 11 and 6 on the road in the playoffs. Harbaugh has eight of those wins on the road. So under him and his tutelage, the team is prepared no matter what stadium they go into in that AFC. You know, the 11 and 6 record. So I believe they're the only franchise in the NFL with a road uh, playoff record that's above 500. And they are five games above 500. Uh, Along those same lines, D, Ravens on the road against winning teams. This is outstanding right here. 9-1 and one against the spread on the road against winning teams. D, as an underdog, 10-1 and one against the spread as a dog. This team comes out with a chip in their shoulder when they get when, when they're dogs. They won 11 of their last 13 on the road. We know they're road warriors. I mean, for me, everything is pointing towards the Ravens here. I know how you feel about the Bills. I know how you how well the Bills have played. I mean, D fourteen and one the last fifteen. I mean, favored. listen, I'm gonna get into into some things about the Bills, but uh, listen, carry on. I I feel you on Baltimore. They they're hot coming into this, you know, extremely. They're hot, and I, I feel like the Bills got away with a lot last week. The Colts nine of seventeen on third down. Bills had no pressure, no turnovers last week. I mean, the Colts got. Pass midfield every time. Every possession was past midfield. They, they, they're gonna Buffalo's defense gonna have to play a lot better. Well, listen, it, it, I'm not gonna lie to you, Ro. It's it's a bad matchup for the Bills defense, being that their rush D was 25th in the NFL this year, giving up 119.6 yards per game. You know, we all know last week against the Colts, they rushed the ball effectively for 163 yards on 30 rushes, like you said, constantly in the yeah. other team's red zone. It's, it's, it's a wonder how the Bills were even up 14 at, at some point it's in that game. It's a sign of a good team, too, though, when you're able to win a game and, like and that. Le- and let's be honest, the Ravens have the gold standard as far as rushing quarterbacks. Number one, and it's not even close. He's almost yeah. Barry Sanders-like, where it's like you, you think he's going to get tackled behind the line. Next thing you know, he's breaking off a 60-yard touchdown, outrunning all that. your back-end defenders. I was going to say, he's good for at least one of those, right? He's going to get like a 40 or 50-yarder on you. You better count so, on So, you that, know, last sure. week, he, he certainly turned it up with the legs, 136 rushing yards. The Ravens outrushed the Titans. Remember, the Titans have King Henry in their backfield, and they were outrushed by the Ravens, 236 to 51. That's like a plus 180 differential right now. In fact, King Henry only had 40 yards rushing last week. So the Ravens defense certainly turned it up as far as limiting Henry. I think what their game plan was to make Tannehill beat him down the field, which he couldn't last week. But listen, Josh Allen's no bum. Yeah, I was going to say, Josh Allen's probably going to be the main rusher in this game for them. They didn't run the ball much with Singletary. Obviously, we know Moss, he, he was out with an injury in that game. It's going to be the Josh Allen show. That's the way that the Bills are going to win this game, D. Josh Allen needs to run the ball plenty, especially, you know, he's going to drop back, everything's going to be covered, and he's going to run for a first down on third down. Well, I listen, see that happening. Baltimore's not the only hot team coming into this matchup because no, Buffalo's sure. won seven straight wins, and it would be more if not for the Kyler Murray, Hale Murray play that happened. It'd be like a 10-game winning streak coming into this. Yeah. Like I said, Allen's no bum last week, 26 of 35 for a 70, uh, 74% completion percentage, which is outstanding in a playoff game and outstanding standing for Allen being where he came from the last two seasons as far as completion percentage. Um, like I said, you know, it's going to be, it's going to come down to play action and it's going to come down to if the Bills could limit the defense over there. And also the Bills, you know, as a franchise, pretty good at home. 11-3 and in franchise at home. Yeah, not only that, I mean, along those same lines, D, where you were talking about the Bills winning, they were the best team this year on third down. I think you mentioned that last week. They, they were the best team on third down. Last week, they were only two of nine. They can't. That's that's one of the things they're gonna have to shore up this week. Would you do you think the Colts defense is better or the Ravens defense? <sighs> I mean, because the Colts are a top five defense. The Colts were a top ten defense. Top ten defense. Yeah, they were top right now. The, the top. Well, seven let me give you some, let me give you another right thing there. about Allen. Right, Ravens Allen right this there. season, Josh Allen this season against top ten total defenses, yeah. five and zero. Oh. You want me to name you the five teams he beat? The Rams defense, the Chargers defense, the 49ers defense, the Steelers defense, okay. and the Colts defense. All right. So Allen has it, it, a lot of people. I see a lot of people. You know, Baltimore. A lot of pundits picking Baltimore out there. You know what? I'm gonna give my prediction. Let's go Buffalo. I'm going thirty-one thirty Bills by mm-hmm. one. All right, so then you like the plus... I like the plus two and a half. I, okay. I, I would like it at plus three and a half or plus three if you can get it at there, but whatever. Like it's going, it's coming down to the out, end. Though. I like the Bills to sneak this one out. They at home. Josh but, Allen is, is was third in the MVP conversation this year. I know Lamar's turning it up, and he, like I said, the gold standard of rushing quarterbacks, but Allen is going to do enough with his legs in this game to get it done. Okay. I hear you, D, and that sounds like the kind of score that I could definitely see. I, I, I think the team that has the ball last... Is going to come out with this win, D. I think the Ravens, small edge in the special teams with their kicker. 
you know, you're talking about Tucker. He's, the, I mean, as good as Bass has been this year, Tucker's still the number one guy. The best. He's the best. If there's a kick to be made down the stretch, I trust Tucker to make he that He missed kick. the kick last week. He did. That's why I, but know, be, I don't But I told, I was watching the game with Sean last week, and I'm like, yo, listen, because he missed that footing, one you know? early, because he missed that one early, believe he will make every kick the rest of this game. Yeah, he kind of lost his footing on that one. That was like an aberration. It was deep. It was 52. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was 52, yeah. And it was like a windy stadium. Looking place, you know. You're gonna give your prediction? Yeah, D, I like the Ravens. I'm gonna go with you. I like the Ravens on the plus three, and I got a strong lean here on the over. I feel like we see points here. We see enough points. Josh Allen seems to find a way, no matter who he plays. Do you like the Ravens points. to win the game outright? I, I'll be honest with you. Oh, you D, just like the plus, and you're expecting a close game. Yes, to you, I do like the Ravens to win this game because I just feel like I just feel like they they're a little bit better defensively. I feel like they get one more stop or two more stops and the Bills do. That. I, I was super impressed with the Ravens defense last yeah, week and was, what they did with King Henry. I know I no one expected that. You know, that's you an know, explosive offense, especially man. late in the game, you're like, oh, he, he's going to get one. He's going to get one. And it, 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 right. never, it never came. It never came. I think he's failed to line. rush for a single first down in that game. Yeah, it was like two yards per carry, man. They held him down pretty well. It was, it was, I mean, if you're a Ravens fan watching that, it was beautiful to watch what you see. We're going to move on to the Sunday contest. We have the first one. is It's a good one. Browns, you know, sneaky. Well, not, I wouldn't say sneaky win last week, but, you know, took care of business yeah, against mean, the Steelers. Under, underdog win. <laughs> what, an embarrass, what, a, what an embarrassing game for the Steelers, right? Yeah, the Steelers, that, that's, I mean, not for nothing. If you watch the last five, six weeks of the season, you could probably see we didn't that do coming, a, no? a re, We haven't done a review show in a while, so we didn't get to touch on, on the games and the, and the aftermath. But, man, I, I just yeah. want to, that Steeler one was crazy. But yeah. we're going to move on, and this is the divisional uh, show here. So, Browns at Chiefs at Arrowhead. The, the line is 10, 57 and a half is the total. Really high for a playoff game. This one's going to kick off yeah. at 3 o'clock, guys. Yeah, the Browns and Chiefs, D. I mean, 10-point spread here. Chiefs, I feel a little fortunate here. They ain't gonna, they don't get the Ravens here because of that. Like you just mentioned, the Steelers debacle. So they get, the, they get the Browns here. So the key for the Browns is gonna be. I think everyone knows that the the Browns are gonna have to run the ball here. I mean, third in the league in rushing. You got Kareem Hunt, highly motivated here against the KC run defense, who's twenty first, one hundred and twenty two yards per game. They're sixteenth in total yards. Uh, you could call it a bend but don't break defense, D. Would you agree? You, you're a Kansas Absolutely. City fan. Absolutely. Bend but don't break. So, Absolutely. I mean, the, the key here, I think, is going to be can Kareem Hunt and they, Chubb. They can be had, but they yeah. create turnovers. They create turnovers, and, and they also have good red zone defense. You know, they end up giving up the field goal instead. So, I mean, for me, it's going to have to be the Chiefs are going to have to come in rusty, and the Browns are going to have to jump on these guys, and I just don't see that happening, D. So it's hard for me to make a case here for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, if the Browns have any path to victory in this one, it's going to be to win the turnover battle and to rush the ball effectively. 11-0 this season when they win the or tie in the turnover okay. battle, so that's evident, you know, in, in, in the results that they've had this season. But, man, do they have some history going against them. They had a bunch of history going against them to, to yeah, win a spot in the playoff. They had a ton of history going against them last week, but, you know, it, it, there's even more. Last time the Browns have won multiple playoff games in any given season. In 1950 was the last time yeah. that happened. Listen, bro, I'm not going to take anything away from the Browns. They have a, a a good roster coming into this one. They had a good and they're year. They're getting but... guys back, D. They got, they got guys, uh, Bo Botino, who's supposed to be their best uh, offensive lineman, mm -hmm. from what I was reading. He's coming back from COVID. This Kevin Johnson, their best cornerback, he's coming back. So they're getting guys back, which is important. They're getting their coach back. Which I that, think it was super important. You know, that Even though, hurt. listen, the special teams coach that took over last week did a, a phenomenal job. And who knows? Who knows? Like what kind of input Stefan uh, Stefanski had, you know, during the week and all that. These guys are professionals, so I mean. Do you think uh, Hunt? The I think is key here. Do you think he sees more touches? Hunt was effective last week. Two rushing touchdowns early uh, uh, against the Steelers certainly set the tone. Uh, yeah, man. Of course, that's the key to victory for the Browns. The, the rushing attack. That and the play action. I see because Hooper last week, eleven targets, seven receptions, and they ran the ball a lot. Landry had ninety-two yards receiving last week. I, I feel like that's their road. They run the ball, they pound it, they play action, and then they, they, they throw Listen, it to those guys. When, when the running game is doing like that, Baker is more dangerous. He's a, he becomes dangerous, and Hooper's one of his guys. He goes it to is. Hooper a lot in the club. He always finds him over the middle. Seems to be one of the first guys he looks for when he's out there passing. But listen, man, let's, let's not kid ourselves. We're going to get to this. So Jeez. much history. So much. One <laughs> win. Talking at about history, D. 
before, hit me go ahead, go ahead. Time. One win at Arrowhead in the last 32 seasons. That was okay. in 2009. That's that in the last one. 32 seasons. Okay. Yeah, again, the, the, what, la, what last week was the first playoff win since 1994. So it's been, you know. I'm going to dig in some more here on the numbers, D. Hey, hit him. Browns lost 16 straight as double-digit roll dogs, scoring 20 points just twice in those 16 games. So they're obviously not a good underdog team. They're not a good road team in these spots. I mean, when we break down, let's break down Kansas City a little bit here. We haven't seen them on the field in a couple of seasons here. I mean, a couple of weeks here, excuse mm-hmm. me. 21-1-D as a favorite, but we know they struggled lately to cover the spread. They haven't covered in their last eight games. Do you expect a close game? Do you do you like the Browns plus 10 here? Do you think the Chiefs uh, lay the whipping over here? What do you think? You think nah, I, mean, I, mean, I, think, I think it's within 10, man. I think it is going to be within 10. I'm going to call for a 34-30 game. Chiefs, so mm-hmm. I guess they they win by four. I mean, let, let's not kid us to the Browns' uh, pass defense last week. Ben, ben carved them up. You would say garbage yeah. time. They were upset, but he threw still threw for 504 touchdowns, you know, True. and the Browns didn't want them to, to have any momentum, you know, and, and so you can't say they really weren't trying. But, you know, again, this Chiefs uh, defense can be had. The, the, these linebackers often play out of position. It's kind of the style that they play. And uh, Stefanski, when the offense is rolling with the Browns, they find mismatches, what they do. They look for those mismatches. But, yo, Chiefs offense, Mahomes in five playoff games. That's counting the Super Bowl. 16 touchdowns, 13 of them passing, three of them rushing. You know he turns it up. Mm. Reed, 7-0 and against the Cleveland Browns. I didn't know if mm. you know that one right there. So he has good history against that franchise. Reed, after a bye week, 25-5, and five, six straight wins after a bye week. We all know he's a master when he gets that time off. A lot off. of time for him, right? And that's some, that, that, that stat goes back to the Philadelphia Eagle days, all right? So Reed is established when, you know, when he gets that extra time, the preparation is through the roof. Reed, quarterbacks drafted number one are one and five versus Reed in the playoffs. I'll just leave you with that one right there as well. So when he's playing the best of the best, the guys that get drafted at the top and in the playoffs, one and five, the numbers speak for themselves. Listen, it's Chiefs all day. Call it 37-30, call it 34-30. They're not going to score enough. They're going to score some. Chiefs defense is Ben, but don't break. More break than Ben, but we're going to go... We're going to go 37, 34, 30. I'll go 34, 30, Chiefs. Okay. I, I think I like a, 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 the cover here, D. I think I like the Chiefs to cover. But honestly, I'm um, breaking down this game. The, what I like the most you know, as far as what I like in this game is the under, D. I like the, the total here. seems too high for me. 57 and a half. I mean, that's a huge total. I like to buy that up to 58. We all know that in the playoffs that it could, the, 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 you know, the, everything is, is a little bit more conservative. These The defenses come out to play more. You know, I just expect, you know, a little bit of rustiness, maybe from the Chiefs the first quarter or two, you know. And with that happening, I really love the under 58. But, yeah, I do love the, the – I do like the minus 10 Kansas City. I just feel like the Browns were fortunate they faced, a, a, a you know, a shitty a Pittsburgh team that's been playing like that, you know, that's been playing – the last six weeks like that, they were ready to lose and they lost. So I think this week is different. You're facing a, a different caliber of team here with the Chiefs, D. I, I listen, I, I, no matter how you slice it up, it's a Chiefs win. No? Yeah. Can we agree on that one, yeah, Rose? It's a Chiefs right? win for sure. No matter how what no matter how you slice it up, I just can't see the Browns winning two playoff games. I mean, they, no. they had their moment last week. I'm sure even I if agree. they lose to the Chiefs, they can go home with their heads high after this one because they had a hell of a damn season. Right. They made the playoffs. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Their big brother, their chief rival, they took care of that. I'll be interested, D, to see some player props in this game. I want to see Kareem's hunts over and under on rushing yards. I feel like that Kareem hunts gets fed here. That's one of the keys to the Browns winning this game. He used to be a Kansas City Chief. There's, you know, maybe the revenge angle there. I like that prop there. And I would look at, at Kelsey here. I would look at Kelsey. He's a matchup issue. He's always a matchup issue. He seems to always hit the over on the total on the yards, receiving yards. Yeah, I expect the same here. The, the Chiefs were number one in passing. They're number one in total yards. They're gonna they're gonna pass the ball, and Kelsey's one of them's main targets. I like that player prop there. Just throwing a couple of extra things there for the fans, D. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. You know, we got to give these guys options out there. I was telling you how I missed out on some player props last week. But yeah, it's certainly a, 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 a night, you know, if you're into the, the player props and all that, it's a way to make money. You know, you can find some big mismatches out there and, and hopefully they hit for you guys. We're going to get to the last one here, bro. Yeah, Bucks Saints, brother. Bucks Saints, brother. The last game of the weekend. We were all looking forward to this one as well. The Two matchup old, of, oldies, the, right? of the old guns, the old <laughs> slingers. 
we're getting the Bucks with Tom Brady. Yeah. We're getting the Saints with Drew Brees for possibly, and I'm, 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 when I say possibly, I mean likely the last time ever. Yeah, probably. So cherish it, guys. It's a good one. A lot of people expect the Brees retirement for sure. Third matchup of the season between these two teams. We all know the Saints were previously victorious in two of them during the regular season. The line is three for the Saints at home. 51 and a half is the total. Bro, yeah. well, my brother, how you my feel brother, about this one? This one's right there on par with the Ravens and Bills. This is a top matchup. You know, I like the Ravens-Bills a little more because we haven't seen that one this year. Bucks saints I mean, we've seen this a few times this year, and it hasn't been good for the Bucks. Two matchups. Two um, Saint wins, and and for me the biggest thing that came out of those games is the Saints defense breakdown uh, of Brady. I mean Brady was six sacks totaled in those games, five interceptions in those games. I mean there that was bad. And you're talking about the fourth total defense when I'm talking about the Saints here. Fourth against the run, first in interceptions, fifth in points allowed. The they got 26 takeaways this year. That's tied for third. I mean this defense gets it done in all kinds of ways and. It's hard here to go against the Saints, but as we break this game down, I'm kind of leaning towards the Bucks here, D. Just because this is the third time, can this team lose three times to them? What do you think here? Also, Ro, I don't know if you knew this one. Sean Payton is four and zero against Bruce Arians led oh, uh, Buccaneers oh, okay. in in the time. So I mean, you know, it, they they've gotten oh, the better of them almost every time. But All like right. you said, let me let, let's talk about Tampa, right? Let's you want to start there? Down, yeah. Tom Brady is five and zero since the Week 13 bye week. Okay. Back in week 13, 5-0, 14 touchdowns, one INT since back then. So Brady's coming into this one hot. You see the chemistry bubbling with AB the last few weeks here. He's been going to him a lot, and he's scoring touchdowns, Antonio Brown. Okay. Big thing coming into this, of course, is the Evans injury. We would all like for him to be healthy and be on the field, uh, and, and obviously it will enhance the chances for, of, a, of a Tampa Bay win. Also, in the, in the five wins that he's 5-0 and in since, uh, week 13, he's, the team is averaging 35.8 points. So Pretty they're putting hot. up numbers. And we all know Tom Brady in the playoffs, career-wise, 31-9. and nine Impressive. With the six rings thrown in there. So, I think I mean, Evans plays, D. Just, also, just, coming know. into this game, despite you know the history of Sean Payton 4-0 against uh, and, and the 2-0 this season where the Saints beat Tampa, Tom Brady's playing so much better than Drew Brees at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, don't don't you think I so? I mean, yeah, I agree. Sometimes that depends on the defense, and, and you know that this is a tough defense that they're gonna. It's a tough matchup here. Well, yeah, Tom Brady. You know, three listen, three times this season, Tom Brady had a, a passer rating of below eighty, and two of the games were against the Saints. So yeah, they've had his number this year. He's he's got to overcome some demons, you know, for to get this playoff victory, to get playoff victory number thirty two. Dude, I was reading up on Mike Evans. He's not listed on the injury report. He's coming off of six catches, one hundred and twenty yards. He's playing this week, so dude, there's no question about that. He'll have his weapons. Uh, a bigger question, I think, is Ronald Jones, who didn't play last week. I don't know why he ended up not playing. I forgot they mentioned it during the game. But Fournette made up for it last week, 93 rushing yards. Cameron Brait, D, four catches, 80 yards last week. They're probably adding him more. They depend. He's more dependable. Maybe you see Gronk this week. This, this seems to change every week, his main target. So you don't really know who Brady's ever going to go to. The other thing that the Bucks could depend on, and they're going to have to depend on, the is that defense. Fourth and sacks, they're going to need to get some pressure on Breeze. He's a statue back there. First against the run, that's, they're going to need that. Why? Saints, six, six rushing. They got a three-headed monster. You're talking about Kamara. You're talking about Hill. And you're talking about Murray. That's six in the league in rushing. So you have to deal with that. When the Saints are favored, D, 11-1. When the Saints are fa- playing a division game, 7-1. This team plays well in the division. They play well when they need to win. They they win. So uh, you're looking at that here. Tampa Bay has been a good road team, ten and two on the road. So that bodes well for them. Um, listen, we we keep harping on it. We keep saying it. The Saints have good history, recent history against Tampa Bay, and and, and that's what they have going for them. It's, it's five straight wins now versus Tampa. It's two and zero this season, including that thirty eight three beat down in Week Nine. But oddly, and I found this really odd, Kamara in his eight career games against Tampa Bay, he's never rushed for more than seventy five yards. Yeah. So and and we know one of the strengths of the Buccaneers team is the rush defense. So they will be keen in on Kamara. Breeze himself though, that's another weird thing I want I wanted to ask you about this role. Breeze is five and two in his career against Tom Brady, right? And wow. I, I think there's an, a playoff game included in there. So I believe it's during Breeze's time with the Chargers. Maybe they ran into the in the Pats Maybe. in in the uh, in, in one of those AFC rounds. It has to be. right? That was one I wanted to check just because it was because it, it obviously wasn't in the Super Bowl. So. 
I wanted to check that one out. But yeah, five Breeze five and two in, in career games against Tom Brady, so he's gotten the better of him in seven matchups head to head. That's an interesting stat. Yeah, and uh, I want I, this is one I also found interesting. Teams to sweep the regular season series, right? So the, the you know the Saints two and zero yeah. against Tampa this year are seventeen and seven at home in the playoffs in the third okay. matchup. If they get that third matchup oh, at home okay. in the playoffs, seventeen and seven. So that goes well for the Saints here. No? So a lot of things going for the Saints here, but you know what? I don't know if that streak ever went against a Tom Brady, the goat. So I'm riding with the goat in this yeah. one. I'm, gonna, I'm riding I'm gonna with the goat in this one. Listen, the combined age of the quarterbacks in this one is 85 years old. I think Crazy. I think Breeze what turned 41 and, and what? Yeah, 42 and 43. 42 and 43. So yep. yeah. Um, listen, I'm going with the Bucks. I'm taking the plus three. Any any feeling on the total here, D? 51 and a half. I I agree with you on the plus three Bucks. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a tight one. This is too close of a game, but to take the favorite, you gotta I'm going take the points here. 28, 27. Mm. Buccaneers. Lean on the over. In a, in a thriller. To uh, end, the, to end the weekend. I could see that. Last team that has the ball probably wins this game. I think that's probably, you know, I think it stays within three. So, it's got, you know, Lutz has been a little shaky as far as field goal. I don't know if I trust suck up that much. So, that just think about Yo, that as far as special look, teams. Look, Breeze is going to get off, man. If this is going to be his last game, he's going to get his numbers off. You know, they're going to they're gonna exploit Devin White in coverage because, you know, uh, the Bucks like to throw him out there to cover guys and, and he's yeah. just not fast They like enough. to blitz. So, and you know. It's, it's, it's going to come down to, to Brady, and he's throwing the ball as well as he has in a long time. So, And with the plethora of weapons that he has, the chemistry building with him and AB, yeah. uh, Evans looking more, more and more likely to play in this game. You know, he's been playing at a high level. You know about Gronk and his history with him. Brady is just more whipped cream on the top of this whole fucking dessert that they have going on offense over yeah. there. It's like... Dude, the only thing that scares me is, is just the prior matchups. That's all. <clears throat> well, the Saints seem to have their number. That that's the only thing that really scares me. And then you just hit me with that stat, seventeen to seven. Hey, on listen, the third matchup. It, it will not be easy. Different Tampa team, though, right? This is not Different the same team, no, team no, that it, they it, played earlier. Listen, they they've been trying. They had a good season, right? What what were they? Eleven and five. So they had a great yeah, season, right? Yeah. They they surpassed expectations as far as win totals, right? For sure, it was over so, the season total. And 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 throughout the season, you know, they, they even with, with the success, they really didn't find their footing until the week thirteen bye week. And since then, it's 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 you know they added A B. He's flourished. Evans has flourished. The chemistry has been built with Evan, especially in the red zone. He goes to Evans a lot in the and, red zone. I mean, and and um the other weapon, uh, what's his name? The other receiver? Who? Sorry, uh, Bray Godwin. Yeah, Godwin's been Godwin's been great too. over the been middle. He, he 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 goes to Godwin a lot. Listen, he feeds he these, even everything. even little Scotty Miller gets some play out there. So Brady with the, with the plethora of weapons, with his history, with the motivation of of just driving this thing all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I like and and listen. Let's be honest, Breeze. The, 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 he's he's savvy. He's as smart as they come, quarterbacks. But the arm is shot. He's he's average as far Sean as arm Payton, right there. A little bit of an advantage coaching over here for the Saints. Would you? Would I'll you give you that? that. I'll give you the Sean Payton advantage. The Saints have, have gotten the better of this matchup. That's definitely attributed a lot to the coach and quarterback combo. But I, but I think time keeps it close. Right? Time is ticking. It, it, time is ticking for us all. But the way it's ticking for Drew Brees right now, it's minute by minute. So mm. you know what I'm saying? I think this is the swan. This is it. This is it. Tom Brady gets the best of him. Tom Brady moves on. Brees retires. It's over for the Saints this year. 28-27, guys. Bucks. I like that. I like that. No score for me, but I, I do like the Bucks plus three. Do like Bet the universe.podbean.com, Spotify, iTunes. It's where you find the show. And, you know, Divisional Round. We just broke down the four games right yeah, there. And we will. Uh, you want to touch on some NBA, my brother? Yeah, let's touch on some NBA. We go through the league real quick. Just want to touch on each division real quick. D, let's start with the Atlantic. Seems to be the most interesting division right now. Okay. Especially considering what just happened yes, uh, yesterday. Uh, Boston right now leads the Atlantic 7-3. and three. You got Philly at 8-4. and four, And then you got Brooklyn 7-6. and six. Now, as you break down the odds, we're looking at this Atlantic division and the odds, D. I got the Nets minus 145. 76ers plus 250. Celtics plus 450. What do you think here as far as this division? Is it foregone conclusion that it's the, the Nets here? Or is there Listen, value if you take one of these other teams? Anytime Kyrie Irving is involved, nothing is a foregone conclusion. Right. We've learned those lessons over the seasons. The the trade was big. And listen, it, it makes me happy because I took Brooklyn in the show for the, for the Eastern Conference. So, you know, the odds are up on them. They're certainly yeah. the favorite right now in the East because of all the firepower they acquired. They did give up depth. 
They did give up the, one of the best centers in the game in Allen. He, like he Allen. you know, he's like one of the four rim protect, true rim protectors left in the game. Those guys are dinosaurs. Yeah, rebounding. And, and they are. Uh, that's a big asset that they had right there. But they are clearly all in. What, what do you think about it, bro? I mean, as far as the division, I, I think um, they'll have enough with this team. You know that, well, that Philadelphia when, has come on strong out the gate. Embiid has is, is getting garnering MVP but considerations. Looks so good they right had now, the dude. change at head coach with Doc Rivers, so you know he's a stabilizing force. They're certainly better at, at head coach than they were. Yeah, you're right. I agree with those points. I just think Brooklyn is going to take a few. Of, I mean, it's going to take games for this team to settle in and to get familiar with each other. I just think that when Durant does end up sitting out, they're still going to have the weapon of Harden to take over. I feel that Harden will settle into a role. I don't think it's going to be the same player that he was in Houston. I don't think he's going to be the ball hog. I think he will be able to be not a role player, but he will find the role on this team, and, his, and this team will match together, D. You you think the move was made? I'm talking about the, the trade of Harden. Yeah. Do you think it was made to be an addition to Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant or because of the Kyrie Irving circus and it was made more like an insurance move I think it was it's twofold I think it was really to inspire Kyrie to come back I think it has something to do with that and I think the Nets also saw a chance here to go for it I think they just saw a chance that to add one of the best players in the game definitely a top five player you know there's a short window small window they have here with Durant maybe three years they're trying to take advantage of that window with the addition of Harden they might have pushed that window wider open it's just that they, he's only signed for the next three or four years. You know, he's not going to be a top player for that long. So as far as Harden, his, all these guys. He is 31 they're, they're years coming of out age. Of, that's what I'm saying. They're in their prime now. So in the next three years is that window where these guys are all got their It's a nice window, man. I, I think a lot of teams yeah. uh, would, would, would kill for a three-year window to win championships. Uh, Brooklyn sure. has cooled off a bit. So maybe that was also a, a motive for the move. So we'll see where they go from here. Also, we want to touch on the Knicks also in, in that conference. Yeah, they've, they've cooled been, off as well. Yeah, they have. We mentioned them last time in our show when we were talking about the Knicks. And, uh, you know, Obi Toppin still not playing. They kind of came back down to earth, like you said. Uh, you know, it kind of looks bad because we, we pointed it out for everyone to... And then I'm seeing the four straight losses here since we since we said to watch out for the Knicks. So you got to watch out for them. Certainly have come down back to (laughs) earth. I think the lack of three point shooting on the team certainly helps. There's there's a lack of firepower there as far as scoring. I think they they average about right around 100 points a game. And, you know, this league is offensive friendly now. So you got to put up points. But, you know, shout out to Julius Randle. The guy's balling out. He's in consideration for most improved player. He's put up a triple-double. Yeah. And, you saw uh, he was you know, third in most improved Listen, player, I, so. I, if you told most Nick fans that they'd be five you and seven at this bait? point in the season. Who? Julius Randle? Well, certainly. You you know, the, the Knicks are always looking to improve. Who would you look as a candidate there? Who do you think fits them? As, as far as what? To, to trade peace for Julius yeah. Randle? Uh, I think he fits Brooklyn, to be honest with you. They, they need a big man Oh, now. what team will want to acquire Julius yeah, Randle? Acquire, oh, yeah. You think he fits wow. with, the, with the Lakers, uh, maybe? Maybe the, Lakers, the Lakers, Lakers. Lakers need size. Uh, they, they're a bit undersized with the loss of, of Dwight Howard and McGee. So, yeah, man. They only have, what, Gasol as far as size? Yeah. So, yeah, that would, that would be Carol. certainly, I don't know how much wiggle room they have with, with the, the cap and all that. But, yeah, uh, Brooklyn certainly lost size. So, they were like, you know, if they can maneuver that somehow. They have three open roster spots now because of the guys they got rid of. So, they're going to be adding guys like that. You're going to see, like, the same thing the Miami Heat did back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. Adding these veteran guys on contract. You're going to see some of that here with the Nets here. Don't be surprised. You see veterans getting Maybe Toronto as well. Maybe be looking to make a move to solidify, get, get another big man spot because they've been underachieving this season. Yeah, they've been bad. Um, um, yeah, 2-8, and eight, man. Bad, bad start for Toronto. Let's move to the Central, though, real quick. D. There's only two teams, really, that I wanted to touch on here. Obviously, big splash by the Pacers yesterday. They add uh, Levert, Levert, and they, they get rid of uh, Oladipo here. Yeah, Do you like them better? They got them at plus 450. They're right, they're, their record is right there with Milwaukee so far. Milwaukee's been unimpressive. They got them at minus 800. I would not even think about considering Milwaukee. But the Pacers at plus 450 to win this division. What do you think about that, D? Adding Levert here. The Pacers been playing well. I like their depth with Warren. They um, Miles Turner is really good. You know, Brogdon's been good. We always mention Brogdon. I really like what I've been seeing from the Pacers. I see great value at the plus four fifty here in this division. Any yeah, thoughts? I, I think it's I think it's an improvement to the roster. Let's be honest. Um, Oladipo was really unhappy there. It seemed it like the the time has has run out, you know, and it was good to get rid of him. 
and why you can get some assets. And Levert is certainly an asset. He comes three years too. A, 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 a established scorer can definitely score the basketball. You put him with with uh, T.J. Warren and Brogdon, and, and you know you got you got Sabonis, and you got something going, or you got something brewing well, over there. You think about the plus four fifty. You think they could win this division? I mean, it, right now they're seven and four. Milwaukee's eight and four. Seven and four against Milwaukee's eight and four. Yeah, cer- certainly they can win I mean, the division. They're right there. They, I they, see they, a plus they've, four. They've come out. They've come out hot. You know, and and they, they certainly have some games against. Because let's be honest. I mean, Chicago and Detroit is also in the same division, so they can certainly rack up wins on those games. True. Uh, you know, but they it, had it's tough to wins. go against Milwaukee because they've been the king of the regular season for the last two seasons now. But the chemistry, the, the 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 roster is changed, and the chemistry is a bit different over there. So maybe they're not gelling as much as you know. Looking at the schedule here, impressive wins over Golden State at Golden State, which they fought back. That was in this that week, game. yeah, that and, and that week. was against a hot Golden State. Yeah, and they beat New Orleans at New Orleans, which is hot at that time. Yeah, they got some pretty good wins there. They beat Boston already this year. Chicago, who's been good, they blew them out and they beat the Knicks. These are some decent wins here by the Pacers. I could see them settling in with Levert a little bit, and I do like the plus four fifty here. The Bucks look like they're sleeping through the season. And you so. know, that's a good point, bro. If you if you up the mindset that they've got better with the trade, then yeah, it's certainly a plus four hundred. Yeah. Sprinkle a little money on that right there. Could Two more divisions, well D, real quick. Yeah, for Moving sure. Moving to the West, right. I just want to touch on that. Mm-hmm. Moving to the West, we're gonna do the Northwest Division. Right, the Northwest Division. That's that's a very competitive division. In the beginning of the season, I liked the Jazz at the plus two twenty five. They're the favorite now at plus one twenty five. We also got the Nuggets in that division at plus one forty, and then the Trailblazers. I was shocked when I saw them at plus three fifty. Wow, they got the same record as Utah, and they're at plus three fifty. Who do you? I mean, I, I I would like the Blazers the best to be honest with you. I still like the Jazz that I put out there earlier in this year, but you're talking about plus three fifty, and they have the division lead right now. What do you think about that? I like the world I seen too. I still, I still like Portland's roster better, better than all the other teams there. Um, you know, just the the firepower that they have. Uh, you know, the, the ability to put up points and the, you know the star that they have in Demi and Lillard. Like uh, of yeah. all the stars in that, I think him and Joker are the ones that could like fully take over and like get hot for you know two week stretch and just and torch teams. So. And believe it or not, the McCollum actually is averaging more points per uh, game. McCollum, this year, I mean, what is I mean, he's he, a better three point shooter. He will be, he will be the he will be the best sidekick in that yeah. division. You you know what I'm saying? I know Jamal Murray's out there, but I mean, McCollum, every year he takes a leap forward. And your guy, man, Carmelo, man, this guy's still playing ball. He's 40% from the field. That's not great, but from the three-point line, 44%. Carmelo has completely bought in into yeah. his bench role. He, his, he's he's all in. He loves the team that he plays for. He loves the the, the, the teammates, the guys that he plays with, and it's showing. Like this team is well-rounded, D. To Gary believe Trent. that people thought that Carmelo's career, Anthony, was dead, too. Yeah, this guy is an NBA yeah. player still. Yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, no question in my mind. D, Gary Trent Jr., look out for him. 47% from three. He's been adding to this team the last couple of years. He's getting better every year. They still got cancer. They added Covington. They, uh, Derek Jones, you know, from Miami, who's a great defender. This team is deep. I Listen, like the Gary like Trent getting the benefit of open looks because he's the fourth scoring option on the team, sometimes the third scoring option yeah. on the team at best. So he's getting those open looks, and he's taking advantage. The overall three and three point um three point shots made. They're six in three point percentage. This is a well rounded team. They're on second in turnovers. They don't turn the ball over. They're well coached team. They're third in points scored. I like Portland plus three fifty to Love win Portland. the Northwest. I would ride with Portland. Last division, D Pacific. Yes. There's two teams we're gonna discuss here. It's gonna be the Lakers and the Clippers. Okay. I like what I've seen so far from the Clippers. I really like what I've seen so far from the Clippers. The Lakers, I, I, like I mentioned last time, I needed to see more competition, but they, it's not their fault. They beat who they had to beat, and now well, they're starting to listen, destroy teams. Let me, now. let me, let me, and another note on the Lakers. I know the, the competition hasn't been the greatest, but listen, 7 0 on the road. 7 0 on the road is 7 0 on the road. You're right. You're right. And like I said, these road victories, they're not against the strongest teams, and their, victory, their losses are against two decent teams. But right now, the Lakers look like they're getting into a rhythm. I would say they're getting the two into losses rhythm. were early in the season. I get one on opening yeah. night of the season when they were getting their rings, and it was against the Clippers. You know, the Clippers came into that one stupid hungry. You know, yes. they wanted that one bad, spoil the ring ceremony and all that. But listen, it, it's been about a week and a half now, ten days since the Lakers lost, and like you said, rounding into form, man. Yeah. They had a lot of new pieces to integrate. Um, Young pieces with Schroeder and, and, and Montrez and, and Gasol. It took a while for him to get his footing, but, you know. As far as the division, D, things will work out for they, them. They're up on the division, obviously, playing great basketball. They're 10-3, and three, but the Clippers are 8-4. and four. They're right there. Mm-hmm. Minus 150 Lakers, plus 160 Clippers. 
you jumping on the Lakers here to finish this off? Yeah, did they I, win the division? I, I think the Lakers uh, last year they they noticed how important that number one seed is, you know, and I think they want to hold on to that, you know. I, I don't think there's no slowdown in the Lakers. I think they, they they're going all out in all these games and they're trying to win every game. The who knows with the Clippers and and the way they employ the the, the management yeah. load management, you know. You're right. So I got I got to count on the Lakers to take that the division. I hear you. And and uh, let's be honest, Phoenix, you know, they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. They're still going to snag a playoff spot, but I expect them to, you know, regress a, a bit. Did you notice this year what they did with the schedule, D? With the back-to-backs against the same no. teams? This year, they only, the only schedule that came out is the first half of the season. There's no second half of the season scheduled so far. Because of COVID? Because of COVID. Just in case. So that's part of the reason that, you know, that we've seen this scheduling here that's kind of weird. Well, Maybe Mi- they, Miami's been kind of screwed half. over for the COVID situation. Like, yeah. Miami's going through it right now. So I wonder if at some point, maybe they left that open for consideration of throwing all makeup this into games. a bubble no. again. There's going to be makeup games. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a, all right. They might even cut games. They might even shave games off the schedule. That's possible. That that's the second half of the season. I heard was going to be used to make up some of these games here. I hear the Washington Wizards won't be playing for like the next eight to ten days, something like that. Or Listen, so. Either so either way, nice. I have um I have the utmost respect for Adam Silver. I have the utmost respect for the process that the NBA takes. Just remember how they pulled it off in the bubble. No positive tests. They they had that whole thing under control. So listen. However, the NBA handled this going forward. I have the the utmost faith in, in what in what they do and how they do this. Let's just end on a couple of awards here, D. We always like to mention these, update this. I'm going to talk regular season MVP award here. Favorite is still Luka at plus 400, followed by Giannis at plus 500. Then you got KD plus 800, Steph Curry plus 1,000, Embiid the same at plus 1,000, and then you got LeBron James plus 1,100. What do you think so far? What you've seen so far? Who you give the lean to? Do, who do you think there's value with? We're talking MVP? MVP here, my I got to go with KD first off, man. So far, I'm right? lean with KD right now. Um, if, if if Golden State had more wins and had they, you know, been in playoff position, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll give some considerations to Steph. Steph is having a crazy season okay, at, well. at the moment as well. But I'm going with KD, man, and especially after the move right now. If there's anybody out the three of those guys, Kyrie, uh, Harden and KD, who has to be the alpha and take over the situation, it has to be KD. D, KD's probably looking forward to having one of those historic seasons. You're talking about 50, 40, 90. You know what that means, right? You know how many players done that? Not too many players. 50% from the field, 40% from three, what, and 90%, 90% free throw? Yes. There's only a few players that done that. KD's done that before in his career this year so far. 54% almost from field goal. He's 46% from three, D. And right now from... Free throw line, he's at eighty six percent. He's hit ninety before. I'm looking for KD to do that this year. That's what uh, there's not there's a handful of players that have done that. If he does that, or if he gets in get close to doing that, listen, I like KD. Slim here. Reaper looking the best as anyone has ever looked after an Achilles injury, just really all does. the way back to the same form, looking like an MVP out there. Slim Reaper, the assassin. He's still you know yeah. still getting it done at a high level. Honorable mention to Embiid here, no? You mentioned Absolutely. him before. And listen, Embiid has his detractors. He's he's come up short in these last few seasons. People qu- question the chemistry between him and Ben Simmons often, but I cannot, uh, I cannot knock him for the way he's come out this year. Doc Rivers looks to have a, a big impression on him, and he's come out the games hot, man. He's looking real good, like a true, true big man, true center. You know who's impressed me too, D? I gotta mention this guy. Even though I liked that Luka in the beginning of the year, Nikolai Jokic. This guy's a triple double machine, D, averaging 24 points, 10 and a half assists. 10 and a half assists, 10 and rebounds. 11 yeah, rebounds. Averaging a, a triple double. Averaging a triple double, man. Like, this guy's an MVP Listen, candidate. The for best sure, for sure. passing big man in the NBA, and it's not even close. Nicola, Plus 1,100, D. Listen, Nikola, is, you know what he can do. You've seen him in, in the last two seasons in the playoffs step up his game. A, a triple double uh, for a center to average a triple double. I mean, he, he is the best, the best big man in he's the game. He's up there in, in assists too. He's almost leading the league in it. Uh, a quick quick talk on here is going to be over rookie of the year. I don't think it's much of a of a question here. This is kind of like the defensive player of the year when we picked for a football D Chase Young. We picked this in the middle of the year. We said Chase Young jump on it. It was plus two fifty at the time. I still remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to win it for sure, Chase Young. All right. Then we're looking at rookie of the year now. It's minus one fifty for Lamelo, but I don't see anybody else even coming close to winning this award right now, D. Listen, I called it before. You know, he was chalk before the season started, and I, I liked it as chalk because I know he has the professional 
um, experience overseas. Now, I was looking at, at, at what that professional experience worked out for Luca. When Luca came into this league True. rookie year, he was he was ready to play, ready to play with these guys. And I knew that it would have the same effect with LaMelo. It looked as shaky at first. He put up a couple of zeros. He was playing some limited minutes. But the more and more minutes they give him, he's looking more and more like an NBA player. He's an NBA player, D. He does a little bit of everything. He rebounds. He passes the ball. I'm, right I'm now, sorry. He's looking more and more like he can be an NBA superstar. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I definitely think he, he got And he has a lot of flash to him. his game, too. He does. He does. Sometimes causes a little bit, causes him to turn the ball over a little bit. But, you know, with young players, you're always going to get that. Definitely feel like there's no question about that one. I think it's good money right there with the 150. You know, Edwards hasn't done enough. Halliburton is right now at plus 400. Wiseman has been good for Golden State, but just just not enough. LaMelo's just been uh, he's been standing out a little bit more than everybody else. Um, Defensive Player of the Year, I don't really want to talk about that because we have to wait. Let's just talk last one. Improved player. Most improved player, D. Mm-hmm. Three guys I want to key in on. Christian Wood, Julian Grant, um, Jer- Jeremy Grant, who's really good for the Pistons. Jeremy Grant, yeah. Jeremy Grant, yeah. He used to be with the um, Denver. Mm-hmm. And then Julius Randle. What do you think about these guys at plus twelve hundred? Julius Randle plus twelve hundred, Grant plus three fifty, Wood at one forty. Okay, what you know? Wood was a a prized free agent, and his role on Houston is tremendous, right? Yeah. I think. What was the other one? The third one on the list. Julius Randle. Okay, I think Randle. Yeah, yeah, that, that was what I had. I think Julius Randle is the interesting one at plus twelve hundred because yeah. we mentioned that he might be trade bait earlier. So now, if he gets on a winning roster and his role gets expanded and he gets more exposure on that winning roster, that plus twelve hundred, you're gonna get some value on that. But you don't think Especially that if he gets on a winning roster, that he's probably gonna go down in points because he's not gonna get as many opportunities. That depends. Now what, he's getting a lot of opportunities. Depends what team. roster he joins. But if if let's say he goes to a team like the Lakers, then absolutely, roll you right because he gets yeah. knocked down that peg. But if he goes to a middle of the pack team and then his role, he he makes impact on said team. They go up on the on the on the roster and the standings as far as playoff positioning, and it's because of his contributions. Yeah. I think, you know, you got yeah. something brewing there. You're right. I hear you. And I agree with that because he has a lot of value. I think I like him on a team like the Warriors. It's weird because the Warriors don't don't have a lot of cap space. They're gonna have to move things around. But he's size, you know, he 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 can score. He'll be he'll be helpful over there. Or like you just mentioned, the Raptors. Well, let's say they, they go. The, the Raptors get a few wins here, and then they, the, the addition of 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 or maybe the Heat. They've had you know they have injuries, there. so they kind of yeah. need some depth over there. But yeah, that's it, really, man. We touched on a lot of stuff there. We touched on most improved player, rookie of the year. We talked about the MVP, and we broke down the divisions, dude. That's a pretty well rounded NBA hey, talk. I, there. I think we we definitely touched on some NBA. You know, we love the NBA, you know, it, it, it's just starting out here, but it's going to get good here in a few weeks, especially when the yeah, NFL right winds now. down and yeah, it ends, we'll, we'll put more focus into that. But NBA has been good and it will be good. But right now is the NFL time to shine. So the sure. picks are in. I gave you some scores. Roski, we all we, we picked the four games and hopefully we have a profitable weekend, man. It's going to yeah. be a fun one. Good luck to everyone, man. Yeah, bet the universe. The bet the universe dot podbean dot com. Spotify, iTunes, and uh, have a good weekend, guys. Enjoy the games. Bet profitable, responsible gambling as always, and you will hear from us next week. Look out for the props, guys. Look out for some good props. Look for those props, man. Some value in that, guys.